This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. This is an indoor edition. The topic, uh, I just realized that I, I don't, and two, I have to check, but I'm pretty sure I haven't done plot twist. So that's, that's the topic. And even if I have talked about it, we can still, um, we can still, um, <laughs> we can still discuss it. You and I. Another one was uh, MacGuffin, and I don't think I did the MacGuffin, so that's something to talk about. I wonder if we could fuse those two together, or if that's asking too much. Um, the MacGuffin is, is an object, usually, that uh, is, say, is, it's the question or debate, um, like the Maltese Falcon, right? People are looking for the Maltese Falcon, they're arguing about it. Uh, you know, what is it, etc., etc. Moss, what is the Maltese Falcon? So it's a movie based on a book. Um, I think it was a detective novel-ish, noir-ish. Um, the movie had Humphrey Bogart and you know, a wonderful cast of characters who are all looking for this Maltese Falcon, which is this... Um, black statue uh, and it, there's this question of its value like apparently it's really valuable and go right <laughs> look for it be used I think that's where the detective comes in is sort of hired to either find it or protect the person uh, who is looking for it you know oh could you go ask so-and-so for information uh, so that's MacGuffin, and oh no, I have created two topics for so plot twists. But say, let's do it from from the um, let's do it as let's do this episode as uh, doing plot twists with the MacGuffin. So we're gonna create a MacGuffin, and in this case, uh, MacGuffin is is it's an it's, I I did a. I tried doing a podcast episode earlier about um, uh, machinery of language and, and talking about how, uh, how it is a, a kind of, it's machinery, it's, it's, it's communication, but you, know, you can do things with it um, to um, enunciate and to create this sort of variety. A spin... Right, that's one use of it. Um, we're all we're all gunning for our own benefits. Even if we're talking about, say, you know, taking care of the community, you know, really we're talking about taking care of, you know, making ourselves feel better, right? You know, hey, I'm you know taking care of the community, um, and so there's arguments there. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think it's a good thing. I just want to say, taking care of the community, that's a good thing. Um, all right, so <laughs> veering away from that, plot twists. What what I want to argue or propose is, how about doing something that is all plot twists and where there's this expectation of events, but that there's this constant um, interruption. And so I want to I want to argue that using three act structure. Uh, particularly, say, through screenplay, uh, 
um, screenplay manuals, um, guidebooks, that you're given some form of uh, plot, a plot line, whatever you want to call it, where you have... Um, I think Sinfield, Sinfield had, had plot points, and then <gasps> there was this, uh, these other... Um, it was sort of a contrast to the plot point. So you can look up Sid Field's stuff, and uh, that's, a, that's a starting point. And then um, there's more that has been uh, done with uh, structure, as far as, say, you know, for television and movies. And, like Save the Cat and then the book I'm using, which is My Story Can Beat Up Your Story by Sketcher. So an example, the midpoint of, of, you know, the, um, the midpoint, <laughs> I'm just going to say story, and you'll know that I mean the difference between plot and story, but I'm just going to say story, because everybody says story. So the midpoint of the story is this, this false success, and how it, it, it sort of um, rotates, or not the rotates, is, anyways, it, it, say, before that we have a low point, right, which is this, um, it's almost like a mirror of the crisis. It's at the end of the first act, and it, it's a low. And two, I'm just, I'm speaking structure, uh, it, it's not, uh, it's form, it's, <clears throat> it's not... Um, written in stone, you can do whatever you want, um, but th there's these this expectation, right? You walk into a Disney movie, you know it's it's supposed to go A B C, or actually A B B C. <laughs> wow, so what did you mean by that? The second act has two parts, and but you know that's an argument waiting to happen. Okay, so at the midpoint. Uh, as I understand it, moment of success, it's uh, where you see the potential of the climax and, and, and characters are having this rest and they're feeling optimistic. You know, they've been climbing, climbing, climbing. They're up at the peak and they have, you know, this vista. They can see the potential. And, and this is what um, motivates them to, uh, to keep going. And and but and yet they're crossing this point of no return. The midpoint is also the point of no return. You can't go back. You know, once you've passed this point, you've you're committing yourself. You know, why on earth would you do that? You know, walk into Mordor, and it's because of this optimism, and uh, you know the the moral high ground. You know, it's like well, I really should do it. You know, but if you know if the reality that's you know going to happen if 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 one was confronted at the midpoint, you would sort of go, no, oh, geez, okay, no more door for me. I can see it clearly now. That's, you know, maybe we could get somebody else to go there for us. Or as um, uh, my old writing comrade, uh, T.M. Gagnon, says, what does she say again? She says, why didn't they just, why didn't they just take the eagles? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they just fly the eagles, and then drop the uh, drop the ring in the volcano, Mount Doom? And then there's two responses. 
I think, I think one of, one of them, I don't know if I actually, I heard her say, say this. And then the, the argument back is, is that the, um, the ring raids mounts, these, um, these sort of like lizard dragons that the uh, Nazgul ride, that they would, they would attack. Right. So there's that. Um, but also that, you know, it would be over. It would be over. It would be one book, and it would be a short book, maybe. You know, the flight to Mount Doom, dropping the ring in, and, you know, it's over. Uh, we want, yeah, we want to go on an adventure. So come on, TM. Start, you know, don't be a party pooper. Uh, no, and two, she loves uh, Lord of the Rings more than I do. You know, I am, I am a, uh, a bystander. <laughs> You know, she she knows things. That's the thing. Uh, so, uh, plot twists. So we get back to plot twist. I I mentioned right there the, um, the the optimism of let's go forward. And so in with the plot twist, usually a plot twist is positioned later, right? And it and it interferes with the climax. So you you know you're ending up with something that you didn't expect. Um, you know, the the great for me the great example is Twilight Zone episodes. You're going along, and you know that you know that this is just wrong. It feels wrong. The music is wrong. The lighting is wrong. You know, and it's almost a foreshadowing, right? That things are not going to go well, and and you know, lo and behold, right? You know, uh, you know this weird stuff happens. Usually, sometimes it's not weird, but usually it's weird so but i'm i'm wanting to argue for uh, like say a form of fiction a form of 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 writing as sort of a response to the disney um equation which they do so well um especially say pixar for example pixar and it it seems like it's a um a honing or a they're figuring it out. They're figuring out how to do this. Um, pros and cons uh, is is that it can get... That, that's the question. Are we talking about form or are we talking about formula? And then on that note, silence. As I'm thinking about Robert McKee's book, Story, that's the title, that uh, it's, worth, it's worth reading. I heard that he just came up with a book on dialogue, which I need to read, but I don't want to read, because story, uh, my, my writing instructor um, said, you know, this is, <laughs> I recommend reading it, but it's going to break your mind. In, and too, in a good way. Um, you could sever those ties with the past and th the reality that you once took comfort in. So... Really, what I'm arguing is for is a form. It probably already exists, but it would go along the lines of at each plot point that has been set up in a certain way that there's this twist, and also too that we're going in not a formulaic direction, but we're moving in, in something that it just veers off course, and we end up going on. the The difficulty with this is is that, <clears throat> for example. The the ending of the story is set up at the beginning, right? It's 
this informing the audience, uh, connecting, okay, we're going to go on this journey, and this is the situation at the beginning, and then we all go, oh, I see, just into subconsciously, we just feel it in our gut. We know that it's going to end a certain way. Is it a tragedy? Oh, well, then, you know, the the bad guy is going to lose. Uh, and, and too, for tragedy, that the it's like the tragic hero, the anti-hero, and um, we might be rooting for them, but they're, you know, it's going to be um, hoofs up. Can I say that? <laughs> you know, that they're going to be, uh, uh, you know, they're, yeah, they're going to end. And two, they might just, you know, you know, end up with, you know, they lose everything or they end up in jail or something. It doesn't have to be, you know, mortal, uh, mortal end. Okay. So, uh, in this proposition, I, I suggest clarifying the end first and, and sort of saying it's that it's the, it's the opposite. So if, if we're doing a romance, and too, I have seen romances where they don't necessarily um, get back together again because, say, like a romantic comedy, it's usually the crisis is where they break up and then, you know, they... Um, they get back together in the climax, right? There's this um, reconciliation, right? I was I was looking for um, some example of reconciliation because um, that's something that's happening up here in Canada, or at least the argument of uh, reconciling with the First Nations people. But I I was like, what you know? What's an example of that? So it's. So it's a romantic example. <clears throat> or it could be family, or it could be friends. Um, right. <clears throat> so, so a true plot twist is where we expect to go that it's not. And, and usually the plot twists I've seen, it's in the third act, and things go weird. Um, you know, we expect, <laughs> to use the romantic comedy example, that uh, you know, all, all all of a sudden, you know, one of the characters reveals. It would be great if it was the point of view character, the uh, the protagonist, that reveals that they are in fact uh, an alien species, you know, some some form of alien virus or something, and you know, this that this a astronaut picked up, right? And um, there was something similar to that in I think some like it hot, and. Uh, I don't know if I'm giving it away, but th there's this, there's this situation where there's this. Um, it's just not going to work out, right? These people are from completely opposite uh, ends of the spectrum, they, and um, they're in a boat, and there's this question of money, and there's this question of duplicity. Like, say, all things have been revealed now. And like everything, right? And and the the person's actual identity has been revealed. And two, it is a wonderful um, critique, like say of uh, of gender. Is that right? I think so. But again, it's it's set in this romantic comedy situation, so it's it's not like it's just sort of flies by the radar. And that was one thing I, I marveled at. I was sort of looking at it and going, oh, so this is how you can talk about this stuff. 
within uh, you know a toxic culture or just say a culture that is not um, not going to listen to it, you can set this um, stuff in comedy and yeah, get away with it. So that's some like it hot. And there's this twist at the end. Uh, you know, we, we have this reveal of identity and, you know, this is the truth of me and, oh, you're going to hate me, you know, so it's all over. And the other person says, I don't care. I don't mind. <laughs> you know, I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, I had that sort of experience, actually, where somebody had assumed, uh, because I'm white, and I don't know if it's because I'm a guy, but because I'm white, uh, you know, because I'm... And two, I'm not just white. I'm, like, I'm British-Canadian. Um, I don't know if they knew that about me, but, you know, you can pick up these things and that they assumed that I wouldn't want to hang around with them because they were part First Nations. Like, they talked about this. It was to, and two, a, a great... I, I don't know if you would agree, but it, anyways, it's a filter that says, you know... Um, because, you know, say, if there's a problem, you don't want to find out later, right? So, it, you know, maybe it's a kind of test. But anyways, I, I, I approved of that. I mean, I, it's like, I, you know, I, I, one of my childhood friends, I'm just realizing how important that relationship um, is, was, and then, um, what is it? And to not necessarily, like, I don't have to stand on that, I, but I sort of look look at that and go, is, is that what it takes to define uh, a person's view? Um, you know, which is troubling. Anyways, yeah. You know, so I, I you know, I have this, had this friendship. I haven't seen them in a long time, but I just remember that moment where there's this reveal and I'm, I, pretty much was like, I don't, you know, I don't care. <laughs> We're friends, right? You know, isn't that, isn't that how it works? And, uh, and yet we're surrounded by this uh, crypto-racist culture. <gasps> Mars, don't say it so. Yes, I'm sad to say. Uh, Canada, not so great. But it, that's anywhere you go, you know. You get, you get saddled with something. And to not to make light of it, it's 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 just more sort of, ugh, sorry, I think I was making light of it. I'm a, I'm against it, so, you know, yeah. So let's not say it that way. Let's say it more kind of. Um, it doesn't matter where you go. There's something about your culture that needs fixing. How about that, right? Or improvement. There we go. Plot twists. So, so the example of the plot twist that I know usually is, you know, third act. And so I'm, I'm proposing that all along, like all, at every plot point, that there's this twist. But also that the plot points are going off in directions, like, say, the Twilight Zone direction. Um, I'm curious, you know, as far as the experience, is there a way to do it that, you know, at the beginning... And that we're following along, and it's still moving in a linear fashion, you know, even though things have veered off, that in a way that the arc of the character is the same. 
and in a sense that the plot also like it's still it's still a climax you know it's just not the climax you were looking for that sounds so wrong okay uh so say in the case let let's do the case of you know this alien reveal in the in the third act uh crises are the opposite right of the climax obviously but we don't talk about them we don't point this out and it so this is what it is so it's if we're looking at it as the reveal and then it's um i want to i want to say that it's supposed to be this secret right so we have this secrecy about this identity uh and th- and that that could wreck the relationship it seems like we're doing this romantic comedy it'd be great to to model it after some like it hot if you haven't seen it it's worth seeing it's of course it's dated and who is it it's got tony oh it's got marilyn monroe and and then um tony curtis that was the, that's the other big name i know uh, and two it's it's tony curtis he's he's always come across to me as there's this whimsy going on uh to tony curtis but i've seen him in sort of serious roles and then i saw him in some like it hot which is you know it's comedy um okay here we go so uh in our, our crisis we will have this um concealment and it's affected the relationship you know kind of like say you you know you won't like this and i don't want to reveal this i don't want to get hurt um i don't trust that you know you're going to be you know nice to me if i tell you this kind of stuff this is sounding early too about my like um for me with my um mental health situation and not feeling safe not not feeling um strong enough to just lay it out for people cuz it's it's way better to be up front now i've realized this and now i'm telling people but at, you know say at the beginning and too it was a shock right you know you get and uh, and too it made complete you know sense all of a sudden it's like oh yes okay this totally fits now uh and and this fear like you know desiring approval so much right like me like me like me uh okay so let's into let's elaborate later this is just setting up this plot um so the the midpoint is this so before the crisis the midpoint is this feeling of success and it would be that the relationship in this case you know this couple and then one of them is this alien so in the middle it's it's this feeling and this is without the plot twist but it's this feeling that uh the relationship is going well you know oh yeah we're having a happy time you know look at us we're a couple and uh but also in concealment right the the alien is is concealing their identity and then we go back um into we don't know sorry we don't know that the other part of the equation so not the main character but uh are they the antagonist i like that idea that it, you know in the couple you know we have the, the other character is you know the in the romantic sense is the antagonist that's i don't think i've thought about that before but that's true 
Okay. <laughs> and two, did they lose? You know, at the end of of, of the, uh, you know, the antagonist loses. That's interesting to think about. Maybe we're maybe we're in gray territory, right? Gray characters, neutral. Uh, okay, so uh, we go to the next big one is at the end of the first act, and I describe that as a, as a low, and it's it's um, is it a mirror? It's there's something. It's uh, anyways, it's a low. The character, uh, the main character, has made a decision. Uh, they you know they've been thinking about stuff in the first act. Now they've decided. Um, and I, I would say, oh, this is about this relationship that they're going to pursue this, uh, human being. And two, it'd be great to have all kinds of obstacles like, um, you know, oh, we're different species, like really different species. And, uh, you know, all of the usual obstacles, right. Um, you know, my parents, or rather it would be, you know, my hive collective will be, you know, really... Uh, unimpressed with this union, you know, they want me to hook up with uh, some someone in my species, and uh, all right, uh, the, and then at the beginning of the first act is what's called the inciting incident, so it's the shock that happens. So it's the meeting, uh, and too, I re- remember hearing it's called, uh, I think it's called the cute meet. That's one way of doing it in romantic comedies where, you know, they'll accidentally bump into each other and somebody will drop something and then they'll, you know, they'll be helping each other pick up stuff and they'll be talking and flirting a bit and a bit confused and going, the alien will be going, what are these feelings I have for this human being? And, um, you know, obviously the other person is, is, you know, warm (laughs) instead of cold, uh, that would be a good difference too if if the alien is cold blooded right so that a lot of these references are flipped around so uh plot twist so expectations so say first first plot twist how about in the inciting incident so beginning in first act how about we have um we we in, instead of acute meet that we have these two people who are enemies and say that they might not necessarily know that they're enemies like we don't um the alien identity is concealed but say that their behavior right that they're um it's not immediately known so i'm thinking of like what situation that would be where we would have you know an alien and and what situation they'd be doing something i'm i'm thinking political and that these aliens say are attempting to destabilize something, um, maybe just Earth in general, right? Are, are they thinking about doing a takeover, or are they thinking about um, just resources, uh, which would be a great critique, very connected to what's going on in Canada right now with the pipeline, uh, just just north of where I am. Uh, oh, I really like that. Yeah, and so we have some social commentary. And, uh, you know, it's something that we all, you know, can relate to in one way or another. You know, whether it's your own property, right? That they're, you know, somebody's threatening your house in some way or another. You know, it could even just be a neighbor saying, you know, I don't like the way you're doing things and I'm going to cause trouble. Because they, they look at you and say, you're causing trouble by making your lawn, putting, putting pink flamingos on your lawn. How 
dare you? It's an outrage. It's a first world outrage. So, uh, yeah, so let's make it, let's make it about a pipeline. <laughs> I like this. Okay. Uh, and to say personally, it, like say that it means something, right? It's something that's super important to me. Um, you know, and it's, in, in this case, in the case that I'm living in, that it's, it's about racism. And then, so there's that. And then, and then thinking about, say, in this story, that in a sense there's this racism between these two people who are attracted to each other, but they're literally from different worlds. Man, too, maybe it be, could be called that, the title of this romantic comedy. Sci-fi, romantic comedy. You know, it's called Different Worlds, or We're From Different Worlds. Anyways, a starting title. Um, and to feel free, I, I have another thing I'm working on. <laughs> it's somewhat related, but not, not, it's like actually very related. But uh, we all do it in our different ways, so if this inspires you, please feel free. I'm not, um, there's like zero copyright on this. Okay, so so we have this, you know, how we have it, like they're, they're fighting. It's it's they're representing two governments, and this is something along the lines of the United Nations, and and things are heating up between the two countries. You could think of say Ukraine and Russia, which has its own um, energy pipeline situation with uh, oil. What Moss? What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. Um, they want to move the oil uh, to, you know, say from from Russia to down to where it can be shipped on um, the water. I'm trying to remember, is that the is that the Caspian or the Black Sea? It's going down to some body of water that's connecting uh, to uh, out out and away. Okay. Uh, so we, you know, that's. That's a bit of development. We've got things going, and now we're messing things up by putting these plot twists in. And so we start off. We have this, you know, enemy, right? These two people are enemies. Um, there could be suspicions uh, at the beginning, right? It's like, oh, here's these two people, and they're really angry at each other. You know, what's what's going to happen? What's what's this kind of story that that we're working on? And so I wanted to, I, I want a plot twist and to um, to take this in a different direction. But but there's a question there of wait a second, you know, is is it just keeping an insight an insight like it's an inciting incident? Uh, plot twists in Twilight Zone, it's often where it's that say we. We think it's going to be one way, and then it becomes another. I think I'm just thinking of say where a bartender takes off his his cap. I think it was a bartender. He's working at you know some ice cream place or something. So he has one of those um, hats. I'm trying to remember what the, they're called. They're sort of um, kind of an oval shape. They 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 lay flat when you take them off. They lay flat and sort of rectangular, and then you pull the, um, not the brim, anyways, that you say you pull it apart and then place it on your head, and that's 
probably not the best description for it. But he takes this hat off and reveals that he has a third eye. So we've gone through the whole show. There's this discussion about, I'm pretty sure it was alien invasion. It was talk, 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 talk. And then, boom, we find out that this person uh, that we're talking with um, and two, I think it was one where there was just two characters uh, through the whole thing. I'm pretty sure. I have to see it again. There is this feeling of expectation, though. Like you turn on Twilight Zone, you just go, "What's what's going to happen? What's <laughs> how are they going to plot twist this?" Uh, so, so there is a reveal. There's, what I'm struggling with right now is that, you know, say, with the plot twist, takes us in a different direction. We're expecting it to go one way, goes a different way. Um, also, there's this element of shock that, um, you know, we've been set up uh, to expect something, and then there's this, um, what's it called, um, d- denial of, or um, similar to, say, sus- suspension of disbelief, but it's... Um, we want the payoff. We get a payoff, but it's, you know, it's like, whoa, that was different. And yet there's all these hints and clues that it's going to happen. Okay, so if we're going to do the, all of the plot points as plot twists, uh, that that there's this... <laughs> and sorry, things are going to go off the rails at this point. Are we, have we reached halfway? Yes, we've reached halfway. So... Uh, so we have the, uh, like, say, before the inciting incident, introducing the ordinary world, uh, there could be the suggestion of, of, a, of a romance, right? It's sort of like this conversation. But then in the inciting incident, we're going to do a plot twist and just have a complete reveal. Um, and to not a reveal, but say... What is it? The inciting incident is a shock, and it moves the character at least into thinking about going on a quest, thinking about uh, making a decision. You know, to um, go do no, what needs to be done. And um, so it's got it's yeah. So it's got to go against expectation. And I'm going, okay, well, what is that? You know, how do we, how do we still have, you know, like the climax? How do we still have the climax, but we've gone in a different direction? And I think it has to do with the setup. You know, the very first pages, you know, this being a book we're talking about, that we're going in a direction. And then, like, we've introduced the ordinary world, probably our ordinary world. And then, you know, ripping off that veil of... Um, is it veil or um, blind blindfold to reveal? Um, so, so in this case, it, it's something along the lines of I'm thinking of They Live, John Carpenter movie, and I think it was in the eighties, and you know he gets these sunglasses, and with the sunglasses he can see. Um, reality. You can see that, you know, all the advertisements are saying conform and um, instructing, instructing, things like obey 
you know, and uh, what was the, for money? It was this is your god was printed on the the money when you went put the sunglasses on, and then you can see people in power were actually aliens, and so I'm going oh am, am I am I am I doing that? Am I riffing on uh, John Carpenter's movie? All right, and two yeah, let's take it in a completely different direction. Um, inciting incident. So we're expecting something to happen. It'd be great too if the description for the book was completely wrong, right? Completely just sort of shockingly the blurb on the back cover or, you know, on Amazon or something, you know, hey, give us a synopsis, you know, and it's, we start off talking about, you know, a tiger trainer, you know, in, uh, in a circus in the 1930s. Um, and, and, you know, sure, we start off with the tiger trainer, but then it's not the story that we've been presented with. Instead, we, you know, that fall through a, a crack in, um, in, in the floor, of, you know, of that the, you know, the whole circus just gets, you know, sucked down into this hole. And, and then, um, the, you know, the reader is sort of left with this, wait a second, this was supposed to be a circus romance. <laughs> with an alien <laughs> what is going on so are there going to be aliens later as they get sucked down this hole so let's get let's get really bizarre and and say that um by by some miracle that uh this uh it was a tiger trainer i think we i think i agreed on or i decided that um you know that there was this horrible accident, and that they get their um, brain removed. I said things were going to get strange, so their brain has been removed, and is now in a tank. This is classic, um, you know, nineteen fifties horror, you know, stuff. Although this was that was done in Harry Potter, I think it was book five uh, that there was at least in the book version. I don't remember seeing. I don't remember it in the movie. But there was this huge tank filled with green water, and there were brains uh, that had kind of um, octopus legs, th- something like that. It was awesome, you know. And I was like, mm, I don't think I saw that in the movie. So, uh, you know, we have this brain in a vat, and you know that's unexpected, especially too if it's being set up as you know the blurb is all this thing, you know, circus romance and. Uh, you know this uh, this drifter comes into town, et cetera, et cetera. And and to, anyways, so you, um, we've we've left that behind. So that's kind of our first plot twist. And too, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a fake. But I really like this idea, right, of something that's advertised one way. And two, how about multiple advertisements? Like each advertisement for this book is completely different, right? So one starts off with a, you know, it's a circus romance, and then another one is, uh, you know, a, a, a circus is abducted by aliens, uh, a circus, you know, a noir circus story, and, you know, so, it, and two, they, they're, they're accurate up to the inciting incident, and then, boom, right, you know, <laughs> The thing, too, is that there's going to be a lot of upset people. Is that true? Would I be upset? I would be surprised. I would want to see where it goes. That's the thing. Um, 
into it. I, I would want to pay off each of those genres that it's been advertised as. And I'd love the confusion of, say, a person who's seen a couple advertisements and going, wait a second, I thought it was a romance. You know, and you're saying it's a noir now? It's like a fantasy noir? What are you, what's going on? Uh, yeah, go ahead, steal this idea. <laughs> and, and it's fun. That's the other thing. Even if it's upsetting people, it's fun. Okay, so we have a brain and... Let's say that the brain can be, um, <laughs> that the brain is is put into, oh, this is so wrong, but anyways, we're going with this, and it's that the brain is put into this tiger, and um, so we're starting off that way. Now, now how do we get back to alien uh, alien romance? And I, and I think it has to do with, oh, maybe, and too, maybe that's what it is, is that this person becomes... A, a tiger, uh, you know, with a human brain. There's all kinds of bad questions here, like, say, you know, how would that ever happen? <laughs> yes, come on, it's fiction, right? Yes, it's not literary fiction, Moss. Uh, just as an example of that, though, we could totally make this that it's symbolic and that because of this accident, the person wakes up believing that they are a tiger. Uh, you know, the truth stretches, right? Uh, I do like that idea, though, right? That it's about perception. That's very me, right? Because that's that's my thing. Uh, let's see. So the the next big plot point is at the end of the first act, and we're going from things are normal uh, to and we're we're falling <laughs> to where okay, we've got to get out of the first act. Um, when it was in screenplay writing, uh, it was. Um, there, uh, there's some kind of door that people pass through, right? This literal transition. Once you go through this door, you know, um, which is also something said of the midpoint. But say for this situation, this tiger person, um, and too, I love the confusion of, you know, that maybe it's that they're sort of sitting there going, am I really a tiger? A tiger that say that they see themselves as this tiger. They, do, they don't mention it to anybody else. Right, that they wake up in the hospital and they've been told that they've had some kind of concussion or something, and um, but it's but but it's come across as like, what have you done? You put me into a tiger's body. Uh, and two, sorry, uh, at the inciting incident that this action the this accident has been caused by this uh, alien, and I'm not really doing justice to the, you know, uh, romance if that's what this is. Perhaps it's that the person with the concussion is the alien, and that say later at the end they reveal that they're they're actually a tiger, right? You know, and they sort of you know that moment of they're looking at each other, and the uh, and two if you've seen some like it hot, then you'll know the scene I'm talking about at the end. And two, you could just look it up, right? You know, type in you know into the search engine, right? The end of some like it hot, uh, where there's this reveal, right? And then. And then the other character says, I don't care. So I think I've switched, at this point, I've switched the roles that say our point of view character, which is interesting, uh, that it's our point of view character is, um, uh, is, is this alien situation that has happened. Right? I'm, I'm working with it. I can do this. I just had this thought of a scene 
a kind of a mini reveal, like say of of that of that kids, right? Kids or certain types of people, like artists or something like that, they know, right? They know that this person has become a tiger, and that there's these conversations or people, you know, certain people hide from the tiger, or they'll be talking. Don't you see the tiger? What are you talking about? You know, over there, right? You know, there's just like it's just you know a person. Uh, and I, I love the idea of like conversations, like where people are talking, like they actually, you know, see the tiger, they're talking to the tiger and nobody else sees the tiger. So they're feeling like, you know, what is going on? Uh, there's this lovely magic realism that is going on because that's magic realism. I'm loving this. I'm loving this, uh, story. Uh, magic realism is where one thing is different. And two, it doesn't have to be where, um, it doesn't have to be where, say, this person wakes up in uh, a hospital. It could be that just that they wake up one day and they've become uh, a tiger. Uh, the, uh, that really reminds me of uh, Franz Kafka's Metamorphosis, which that's how it starts. But this is, this is less dark and uh, doom and gloom. Okay, so we proceed. We proceed. The at the end of the first act, this uh, tiger person is is on a quest. Uh, one of my thoughts right now is that they, you know, they're looking for a uh, a, a psycho therapist, <laughs> a psycho. No, they're looking for some kind of counselor, somebody who who can explain it, or even a cure. Right, how to cure this. So that that's going to be the second act, um, uh, sort of a hit and miss. That's a good way to look at it. That the first half of the second act is the hit, and then the second half of the second act is a miss, where we have the crisis. So first we have the midpoint, then we have the crisis. And so, uh, but we're doing plot twists. However much I love this, we're, we're doing plot twists. And uh, let's, okay. So this person's going along thinking that they're a tiger and that the, th the thing that gets them motivated, gets them out of this um, is, is that, sorry, <laughs> now I'm all over the place. I'm thinking about, you know, yeah, there's a tiger hunter, right? <laughs> and, uh, how, but how is that a plot twist? How, how is that, um, how, yeah, how does that plot twist? And how does that make, um, make the person, you know, sort of like it's a surprise. We, we've, we've gotten there, but it's not what we expected. So it's, it's about building up expectations. Things are going to go a certain way. They're going to make a decision. And let's, let's try twisting this in that they refuse, right? They are not going to go on that quest. And that's, it's been set up like that, right? You know, going to go on the quest, go on the quest. That they, they make a decision to go on the quest. And, and it's either, it's, it's actually better if they, if they're making that decision that they don't, so it's that they're not going to uh, actually get fixed. The, in, in, <laughs> it's an interesting way of saying it. Um, do you mean neutered, Moss? No, I don't mean that. Uh, they're not going to um, get better. 
that say they're going, you know, wow, you know, this is so much better. It's better to be a tiger. I've been wrong all along, right? I've been sold a pack of lies, and, you know, the tiger life is the life for me. And I'm, I'm, but I'm still going, is that a plot twist? If, if I'm really wanting to, uh, to go that way. Um, it's, it's delightful. The whole, the whole, I sort of the whole thing of, you know, curing it, that is more predictable, right? Oh, somebody's got this disease, they seek to cure it. But I, but I like this. Um, I think it's right. But two, you might want to take it completely different direction. Um, getting, getting abducted back to aliens, getting abducted in some way or another, getting abducted and that it's a completely different situation now. Um, I, I feel like this is just, it's great, but it's sort of going off the rails and I keep it, I keep attempting to, you know, sort of keep it on track. But is there some way of, uh, sorry, this is a tangent segue now. Uh, have you seen the life of Cor uh, the, is it the life of Cord no Brian the life of Brian I think it's called and I was I guess it's you know the world according to Garp but, but no it was the the life of Brian uh, Monty Python movie and someone made this great um, argument that it's a science fiction movie because it has one you know UFO scene with a couple of aliens in it which is fantastic because it's you know the rest of the movie is you know, the, um, around the time of, uh, the crucifixion. So 2000 years ago. Right. And of course, Monty Python, right. Let's put a UFO in it. <laughs> uh, and it's, I thought it was a brilliant argument. Uh, so something along those lines of all of a sudden, you know, you, it just goes, you're thinking it's going to go one way and it goes completely the other way. Um, so how can we do that? I have a couple of ideas, and I'm so sorry. Um, you know, it's it's this, um, you know, tigers, tigers taking over the world, or it becomes kind of like a tiger cult, where this person teaches other people how to be tigers. And, yeah, so there we go. <laughs> uh, I really like it, though. It's, it's just, it's naughty. Um, so we get to the midpoint, the expectation is that, you know, so we're going to twist the expectation again. We're setting it up and that it's kind of a fight club world domination or at least, you know, just throwing everything into chaos. Not true. It's about it's about creating uh, a tiger person world at this point. But we're we're switching it so that the um, the midpoint, it's this success that happens a false success. And if if we're arguing it, then it would be that, say, they actually do take over the world and that there's this whole movement. Um, but, uh, the, you know, say, okay, so it's a plot twist and it would be horrible to, to use the virtual reality, that this was just a virtual reality game, right? And that, you know, you've achieved it. You've unlocked the... Um, you've unlocked it, right? You've unlocked the final level and, you know, hey, congratulations, thank you for playing Tiger People. Uh, you know, and the and the person wakes up and, and then they go um, towards the crisis. So, yeah, 
so false success, you know, yeah, we did it, you know, and then wake up and, you know, you're <laughs> unplugged from the machine and, uh, you know, go back to your ordinary life and yeah, that works, right? So this is a plot twist and we're still, I see, I see the, the despair of, uh, I see the despair of the situation where you sort of realizing that, or not even realizing, it's just the shock of, you know, oh my gosh, it was so much better. It, like, when I was a tiger, things were so much better. <laughs> um, which is always the case, right? We're always looking, going, you know, oh, you know, I wish I was this and I wish it was that. Uh, so there's a lovely pot, plot twist in the middle. And I'm, so, yeah, I'm sorry about this because um, I'm just throwing wrenches in. I'm seeing how many wrenches I can throw in. And two, this is just the major plot points. It'd be great to keep doing it. Like every scene has a plot point, a uh, plot twist. Okay, yeah, let's let's drive the um, let's drive the reader bananas. Um, okay, so so we get to the the crisis, which is this really low point, and we have this death rebirth thing. I've argued before it's that it's the it's the death of the ego and then it's the it's the rebirth of you know it's what we really need it's not what we want but it's what we need and um sort of along the lines of of getting back to that that tiger sort of that the obvious is oh this main character is going to go back and you know they're going to figure out how to get back or they're going to become a tiger or uh, something like that. And so, so the twist is, I'm so sorry about this, that, that they end up uh, hunting tigers, right? They become a tiger hunter. And um, they, they actually go out and shoot tigers and kill them because they're so, um, they're so upset and twisted up and everything like that. I, I, I don't like this either. I, you know, I think you'd be a, you know, a marvelous human being if you were sitting here going, you know, I don't like that. That's terrible. But then that's what, uh, that's what a crisis is. And, um, and yet does it fulfill, uh, the ego death? I, in, okay, bear with me, uh, that their desire to be, to be the tiger, right? That the, the argument there is that that is, it's the, um, what is it? Desire leads to suffering. It's the, the Buddhist um, motto, uh, into paraphrasing, and and that they're breaking from that, right? That's the sort of the death and the rebirth. Is there's this rage involved? There's this sense of betrayal. Uh, but it could be done, and of course, it could be done a thousand different ways. But this is just sort of my where my mind went thinking of this character's arc and their change. So now we're left with this final reveal. Uh, it's veered away from the romantic, and it would be interesting to have the romance continue, and uh, and and yet at this point I'm going, you know, how would you have that? That's that say you would continue. You would have reality, and then we're start actually starting off in a fantasy in this virtual world, but then there's this romance that goes through it. The cliche is, uh, 
the cliche is that, you know, sort of like the character in the fantasy world, you know, they're also mirrored in the real world and then they meet, you know, and it's, you know, oh, you really exist. I, I, okay, here's my terrible... Um, <laughs> to, this totally has to be, you know, worked out. But this would be, I guess this would be the outline, right, at this point. Uh, and two, I'm just sort of playing with this. But uh, so, this, so this tiger hunter finally meets the perfect person and, and they, reveal, um, they reveal basically that they're a tiger, right? And there's this shock you know, of, um, here he is, he's, he's the, he's a tiger, you know, he's a tiger killer. Um, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so how does that work? Um, and to, I hope for something like some like it hot as, you know, getting into this whole tiger killer thing, I'm thinking, wow, this has become a bit, you know, this has become dark and not nice. But, but what if, what if this, that this um, the romance between these two characters is is the thing that that um, uh, breaks the tiger the tiger killer. I'm just thinking a number of ways uh, the tiger killer could be done is is that they become against the game that they're sort of you know rallying and saying you know this is a terrible thing to to trick us that you know we sh- we should be happy and content with who we are and what we are and you know, not filled with emptiness and falling into ad- addiction to, you know, computer games uh, or whatever, you know, whatever form of gambling. Moss. Uh, right, right. So, so that's the basic, some basic thoughts. I think I've restrained myself to this tiger notion. It would be great to just spin it out into... Um, you know, yeah, let's throw in some, you know, some aliens and let's throw in some, uh, some other, you know, just let's, let's bring in some supernatural stuff and just really, you know, really take it all over the place so that it's just bewildering. Right. And and yet it still achieves, uh, you know, say, you know, yeah, it's a climax, right? You know, if you go from the if you go to the beginning to the end, you know, there is a resolve, right? There's a setup development payoff. It's just what you weren't expecting. Um, maybe that could be the name of the book. You know, now it's adjusting the title, you know, what you weren't ex- expecting or the unexpected, right? The unexpected tiger. But I'm I'm thinking of all kinds of you know, situations. I really love, though, the notion that, uh, you know, that especially kids, that kids can see the tiger, right? And so, you know, they're having conversations. They're not sure about the tiger, but they're having conversations with the tiger. And, you know, it's sort of awkward, right, having these kids uh, sort of, <laughs> sort of taking, like, and then, like I said, artists or just people who are, you know, I guess have a childlike mind, say, that say, or they're, you know, they're able to see things that others aren't. A sense of wonder. There we go. And uh, so, you know, say all of a sudden, you know, there's a, you know, an artist, right, who's sort of coming over and sort of checking it out and, you know, uh, excuse me, uh, are you, are you real? Are you a tiger? (laughs) Uh, 
right. So where do we go from here? So uh, I, I would want to go through the outline a number of times because I, you know, I have, you know, the vision, the initial, the tiger stuff is great, but I still want to, so I, I think that I'd keep the tiger and that I would seek uh, more, more twist. There isn't enough plot twist, at least for my liking. And two, you might go, like just sort of go, no, this is perfect. This is the kind of, you know, it's just enough plot twist and we, we don't require anything else. Um, so let's see, later draw drafts of that outline. And two, please remember that outlines are synopsises and, you know, keep working on your outline um, so that you'll have it at the end, right? Why, why wait? Start now and, uh, you know, keep, keep working on that outline. Because it's also a roadmap, you know, while you're drafting. Or as I heard recently, layering. I say, like, oh, that's so good. Strata, stratification, these layers. Okay. Uh, so say some of the things that I would want to uh, focus on are the, the three big conflicts. So I would be thinking about the main characters, uh, internal conflict from the beginning to the end, and being a tiger. Right, that you know, that's huge. But there's these, uh, it, there's some social commentary there. There's a truth there, because in a sense, we are all um, we are all tigers, right? We are all um, we are not what we are presented, you know, to be. Um, we are asked not to be ourselves. Uh, we are not asked not to be oneself. Instead, we are asked to be, you know. Um, there's gender roles, there's roles, uh, you know. <laughs> and then the harsh disappointment, the midlife crisis of, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I've been living a lie for whatever, 50 years. You know, this is not me. Why am I doing this? And, uh, you know, it's like, thank you for propping up the world, and now you're retired. Um yeah, propping up the world, propping up reality, the civilization, and the society. Uh, and to what would that have looked like if you had been given the choice uh, earlier? Uh, there's a question. Have we been given the choice? And I, I really dislike... Um, I, yeah, oh, so many times I've heard, you know, that... You say, you know, the job that you ought to be doing or the job that you need to be doing and, and oh, you know, oh, that's not good, right? <laughs> that's not a, that's not a nine to five. That's not, you know, that's not the, what is, there's the whole work to live or live to work thing. Um, but, but I'm, t we're, but we're talking about, um, we're talking about this, these plots, plot twists. Some other things I'm thinking about are, what, what if that is going on for other people as well, that it's not just, you know, we have one person who thinks they, you know, they, they're going, oh my gosh, I've transformed into a tiger. But it's also happening to other people to different degrees. And, and there's a question of, well, why is that happening? You know, that somebody is, you know, transformed into a turtle. And of course, the, tar the 
the tiger person and the turtle person can see that they've transformed. So this is metamorphosis, Franz Kafka's, Franz, Franz Kafka's metamorphosis on a grand, you know, scale. Um, and uh, these uh, transformation specialists that are that pop up, you know. Do you feel like you've become, you know, you, you know, you you're not quite human anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, is it is it a virus? Going back to that alien virus idea, and what would the government's response be to this? Yeah, so lots of lots of ways to go with this. One th one thought I'm too I'm having is that this is coming from one idea, right? You just start with one thing and you start rolling around playing with it and and seeing where it goes okay and as we move into the oh hey we're done <laughs> thanks for listening take care